It's time for Breaking Bread with Papa. Hey! Don't you know? Hey! It's our go. Hey! It's time for Breaking Bread with Papa. Hey! Don't you know? Hey! It's also a show. Hey! Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Breaking Bread with Tom Papa. I am Tom Papa. Here we are in a rainy, rainy Los Angeles. I know. The rest of the country is like, why do you guys keep talking about the rain? Well, it's a big deal. It was on the cover of the New York Times. People are talking about how uh, it's historic and also we're babies. (laughs) We're not supposed to be in rain. So we talk about it all the time. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Thank you for being here. We've got a great interview today. We're going to spend some time here at the table with Andrew Santino, very funny comedian who's got a very funny Netflix special called Cheeseburger. How do you not have uh, someone that names their special Cheeseburger? How do you not have them on this podcast? A great guy. You're going you're gonna to love this conversation, and uh, he's going to be very happy because he's getting breads, which I have to say have been coming out uh, exceptionally well. So good. I don't know if you saw me on uh, Colbert, but I, he asked me about bread because he loves he loves bread and he started doing it. And so we're actually spending this time in the middle of uh, doing this appearance, talking about my Netflix special, uh, talking about bread. And I mentioned, he said, like, what are you making now? And I mentioned uh, jalapeno and cheddar bread that I was just, and the whole audience just went, oh, so perfect so great how we're not making this into a bread empire i don't know i'd like to thank the good people at diet smoke for sponsoring today's show diet smoke makes federally legal premium thc products that's right delivered right to your door diet smokes variety guarantees there is a thc product for everybody They've got blends with melatonin for sleep or with caffeine for when you're on the move. And for Breaking Bread listeners, you shop now at dietsmoke.com. Use the code PAPA and check out for 20% off your entire first order. That's dietsmoke.com, code PAPA, P-A-P-A, at checkout for 20% off if you want to uh, feel good and enjoy yourself. I uh, have been, like I said, baking a, uh, a, my wife got COVID during the holidays, so there were a lot of people that we couldn't go see, and uh, I was ready to go deliver all these breads to people, and we didn't get to go do it, so I'm kind of making up for it now, and have just been cranking out (laughs) breads, and also, I've been home, that's the biggest key, I'm going to start my tour up uh, next week. I'm going to South Carolina, and then we have a bunch of shows coming up all around the country, and I'm going back to it. So I've been home for um, a good, you know, from the holidays through now, which has been a delightful thing. And now we've got playoff football. We've got a lot of stuff. So I've just been, it's been nice just to be home, slowing it down and baking like crazy. And uh, now that I'm going back out on tour, it's not going to uh, happen uh, with as much frequency. So everybody in my life has been benefiting from, from this month, uh, of, of going uh, crazy with the baking. What I'm going to try and do, and I, I, I only can say this to you, to your listeners, cause you care. Um, I've never made pumpernickel bread before. And I pulled out a couple recipes to make pumpernickel bread, Something maybe because it's cold and it has been rainy and it is winter. I've just been thinking of those darker, you know, German breads, something about it. And uh, I know I'll probably uh, not pull it off right away, and that's okay. We, uh, It'll be fine. One thing I did pull off are these biscuits. I've been going a little biscuit crazy. And, ooh, man, if you're out there and you're you know you you noodle around and you think you know we talk about all the stuff on this podcast in addition to comedy 
and you're thinking, I me the bread thing sounds good, but it also sounds like a pain in the ass. Yeah, you're right. It takes a lot. What I would recommend, I I wanted to do this for like the piano. I did it for the guitar. Like, just get one song. Just get one song you can play. Just get one thing you can bake. Biscuits. Just get biscuits. And you'll you nail a good biscuit recipe. They're not difficult. You make everybody happy. And uh, that'd be your go-to. You, you, you do yourself well. I wonder if you can hear the rain. It is pouring down on our studio right now. This is very exciting. All right. I'd like to get right to the interview. This is a, uh, a, a great time with Andrew Santino. He's such a good guy. He's, you've been seeing him in a lot of stuff. He's been appearing in a lot of movies, a lot of TV. Uh, but most importantly, you've got to go check out his special. It's called Cheeseburger on Netflix. Now enjoy the great Andrew Santino. Thanks for doing this. This is uh, thank you. I'm happy is, to be here. This baby. is so great, and it's a rainy. It's a rainy Saturday. Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. How badly did you want to cancel? Not at all. Not at all. No, the rain. I, I did. Actually, I actually love. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. I love the rain. I do too. I really love the rain. Yeah. I wanted to have a cup of coffee with you in the rain. That's like I my know. favorite thing. But God, I blew here at it. ATC, it's not you. It's here not at ATC, yeah. Bill Burr says, "No one gets coffee, dude. Dude." You're not going to get coffee, bro. Just <laughs> go there. Just just get water like an adult. <laughs> hydrate. That's an awesome hydrate. impression. That yeah, is so, really so, good. But coffee in the rain? Oh, when I used to so smoke. So good. Oh, I know. I've never smoked and I fantasize Ugh. about coffee and smoking. It, it, it Honestly, in bad weather, coffee and smoking yeah. is like, wow. <laughs> one of my favorite things. It's so good. It's almost like the, the, these devils learned how to dance really well together yeah. and you're like, Oh my God, I want to do it so bad. I want to do it it's so, so bad. bad. So I bad. literally picture myself like smoking with, I've never smoked in my life. Cigars? Cigars, yes. Okay. Weed, yes. Yeah. But I've Cigarettes. never like sat with a cigarette and it just, yeah. I still like. They're so bad for you. So bad. Yeah, like, I said to my friend, uh, I said, uh, I like in um, uh, that Kevin Spacey when he was the president um, of the Netflix thing, <clears throat> yeah. when at the end of each episode he would him and his wife would sit by the window and they'd open this little wooden box and take out one cigarette and just smoke that one cigarette and i was like that looks cool that's what i want to do my buddy was like yeah if only cigarettes work that way yeah yeah (laughs) and you know what single cigarettes leads to assault allegations so that's what happened to him that's where that that was it's a tumbling effect it starts with a cigarette by the window it ends with something tragic in a bar uh, so, this is kind of an odd question, but I was day- daydreaming about it when I was on my way here in the yeah. rain in this early Saturday morning. How do you wake up when you wake up uh, in you, every every day? Yeah. Give me your head when you wake up. The first thing I think of is I hear my wife's voice echo in my brain because she's asleep always. I wake up before her always. Uh-huh. I hear her say, "Don't get on social media because uh-huh. it's a habit, a bad uh-huh. habit." Like I walk to the toilet, go to the bathroom, and I'm just thumbing away for no reason. Immediately. Yeah, that was my immediate. So now I am not picking up the phone. So literally the moment I wake up, yeah, I see the dog and her, and they're both passed out. Uh-huh. And I think, don't, don't, don't touch the phone. Because my instinct right. is grab the phone. Grab the phone. So now I'll go make coffee, go uh-huh. to the bathroom. Uh, sometimes I'll sit on the iPad and just load news. Uh-huh. And, and my iPad's not connected to my social social right right on purpose because yeah because i was like like a fiend <laughs> yeah so that's my first thing is i wake up and i'm fist fighting my my uh, um hands to grab the phone okay i want to come back to that for a second but when you wake up is it are you a happy head are you a what's what do i got to do today are you like a, I'm, I'm up again it depends on how <laughs> i went to bed yeah like if i went to bed knowing i have a lot to do the next day mm-hmm. really bad mood Right. But if I know, like, I have (laughs) to sit with you, hang out, and then this afternoon I've got a fun thing I'm going to do, and this morning was easy, great. Then you're you're like, okay, If the day is doomed, my negative energy, I'm projecting already it's going to be bad. It's at too much to juggle. (laughs) Too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. I get the same exact thing. Too much. And I literally was thinking that. I was like, like... Today I woke up the same way. I was like, so easy. Easy day. So, like, nice. And I was like, we're going to get to do this. And... uh, 
But some days I wake up and I'm just like, what's going on? And I think it's because it's a vague feeling of all the shit you got to do. Yeah, the list. The list. Do you, do you, Yeah. like when, do you try to consciously get in a good mood before you go to bed? Are you one of those people? Like, do you do a routine before you go to bed? Like some no, stretch and all that. No, no, nothing, no, no, nothing. no. What I'm trying to do is the opposite of what you're doing with the social media and the stuff in the morning. I am trying to disconnect from the screen yeah. before I go to bed because mm. um, it's not even checking. I mean, Instagram has me hooked. Where for some reason I'm hitting it. I don't even know what I'm looking for. Why I'm doing it. I just keep hitting that app. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want that. I also don't want news. I don't want news right before I go to sleep. So I'm trying to, I don't have like a thing of like an hour 15 before, but try not to do that and try and read a little before. Like all week I was reading, rereading Bob Dylan's book. Oh. And it's so good. And he's yeah. such a, and it's, you, you don't have to concentrate that much. It's just, it just kind of settles your head into this reading head and you get to sleep faster get to sleep faster i buy books a lot yeah and i used to read all the time on planes uh-huh and now i buy a book it goes in my office until i buy another book <laughs> and then i stack books i have literally 12 books to read that you haven't never will read them i'll Why? just keep what buying happened? them i just get either too busy yeah or the time i want to take to read a book mm -hmm. i'm exhausted i'm done yeah i just i'm like i don't even want to I don't want to move my eyes in a linear fashion. <laughs> yeah. I just want to stare into nothingness. You kind of have to retrain yourself to read. It's like so I hard. took a break during the holidays, which is when I thought I was going to read, but I was so exhausted at the end of the year. Yeah. And it's like once you it's like you go to read again, it's like your brain can't even do it yet. It's, it's like, still like thinking like diddly, diddly, and we still go to this bar? Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought we wrote this off years ago. I thought this place closed. Yeah, this place didn't this guy I thought this burned down or got bought out. That's how it feels. That's always how it feels when I start reading. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah. we're doing this. Yeah. It's kind of like starting up the gym again. I took a break from going to the gym. Yeah. Because I was so busy. I was like, I'm not gonna overwork exert myself and then also go to the gym and try to squeeze it in and then be even mm. more tired and agitated. Yeah. And now I'm back in the rhythm. Uh-huh. And man, the first couple of times are like, oh, it's, 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 so it's unnerving. Rough. I hate it so much. You feel like a broken robot. Yeah. I always feel like lumbering <laughs> and nothing works, yeah. right? And all the other robots are staring at you and <laughs> yeah. you just want to kill everybody. I hate it so much. I hate, I hate, I hate it. I hate it. And I also, don't like the gym. Well, no, I just don't, I don't believe, the only people that like the gym. Yeah have made it their lifestyle. Yeah. If it's your lifestyle, I get those guys that yeah. are like, dude, wake up, protein shake, grind, <laughs> this, that. But for normal adults... People that are craving cigarettes and coffee. Coffee? <laughs> I don't want to go to the gym. I want to smoke I want to smoke out front of my house and drink coffee and just watch the rain come down. Uh, I Wave saw, to my neighbor. Uh, I saw uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's like, I'll always go to, on Instagram. I'll always go to the gym. It's just part of my life and I love to go. It just feels so yeah. good and I get the pump and good I feel you. good. And I'm like, yeah, Mr. Olympia likes the gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. The community. Okay, go back to the social media though. Mm -hmm. um, what was what was? Why did your wife uh, say that to you? Because I every morning <clears throat> would sit on it, and I still do. I'm, I, I, I've relapsed a few times where I'll just go right back to it with a negative result. No, you know what? It's just, she just was like, "That's just not a healthy way to start your day." Ingesting yeah. socials because it is. It, I completely agree. I don't yeah. like it, but because she sleeps more soundly than I, and her brain is not like. <laughs> Like insane. Yeah, I wake up pretty early, uh -huh. and if I don't go to the gym in the morning, if I just don't get out of what bed, what time you up? Like, well, some days is six forty-five. Yeah, but like seven thirty is kind of like yeah, pretty Sweet rhythmic. Spot. Yeah, but she'll sleep for another half to forty-five after that. Uh -huh. So she knows I'm sitting there, right, not getting out of bed, just thumbing like a like a loser immediately. Yes. Yeah. So I I'm trying to consciously get away from it. But it's so Why hard. do you think it's bad? Um, it's like anything else. I think it's, it, you know what it's, you know what I equate it to? It too much, even if it's all like positive comments. It's not, it's not that. It's more like I'm eating way more than I need. I don't mm -hmm. need to, I, that can come later in the day. Yeah. Let the body adjust. I yeah. can let my brain settle. Let your brain of, do other things. Yeah, instead of rushing into imagery and sounds and videos and noise and yeah. constantly. 
uh, it's almost like I, I'm a breakfast guy. It's mm-hmm. the only meal I care about. Yeah. Lunch can sometimes. <laughs> right. I'm the same way. Like a breakfast to I, me and, and a good dinner, but breakfast is like, if you said gun to head one meal, yeah. breakfast. I baked breakfast. you bread this morning. You son of a gun. You can feel underneath it's still warm. Wow. Can I have some? If you want. Has anybody had some on the show? Uh, once in a while. It's tough to tear. Well, I'm not going to tear it here at the show, but can I see it? Yeah, of but course. But this in the morning with a cigarette and coffee on my porch? I'm telling you. You put, you just toast that with is butter. This, is this uh, is this sourdough? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. That is a, a wheat all-purpose I'm out of here. It's and, good to see it. <laughs> and rye. Wheat it has a little rye. bit of rye in it, too. Yeah, I'm so That's, happy. I'm so, I just brought it up now because... I'm the same way with breakfast. Breakfast. And I literally this morning was thinking, what happened to the gentleman's breakfast? Have you ever done that? What is that? It, it, it's my most favorite thing, and it repels most everybody. Okay. Uh, you make, you take butter the night before, soft uh-huh. butter, leave it out. I have to. And you chop up garlic and anchovies, mm-hmm. mix it into the butter, Yes. put it back into the refrigerator. Next morning, take it out, slice toast slather it with that what's wrong with this i mean it's it's heaven on it well it's what's wrong with it is if you have to see anybody during the day (laughs) (laughs) we're comics we don't have to work till the night it'll wear off by 6 7 p.m yeah it is the best and also the the complete is then like some scrambled eggs next to it Mm -hmm. but the that anchovy garlic i'm gonna try it on that bread watch me try it and i'm gonna report back to you oh because my breakfast is I reached out. Actually, Heinz sent me uh, a crate of baked beans because I said how much I love bre- English breakfast. I yeah. love baked beans on toast with yeah, eggs. Yeah, yeah. And Heinz heard about it on a pod that oh, we did. Oh, that's great. And they were like, because I was like, you can't get them everywhere in the States. Like, no, I know. A lot know. of times that version of baked beans they don't, we don't have. Right. And baked beans on delicious buttered toast like this, oozing off the side with with <laughs> with a scrambled egg. I mean, with a with a uh, with an over easy egg is like oh, with some coffee. On. How do you oh. do your coffee at home? Um, I am a little bit of a coffee snob. Love it. Well, I used to have <laughs> a really fancy espresso machine. Yeah, I don't do that as much anymore it's a thing it's just i i I got tired of it and i was like if i want that i'll go get it from a nice coffee shop yeah but grind the beans at the house yeah gotta be house ground yeah uh do you have a a favorite right now mm, or are you pretty i'm I'm kind of i jump every single week Mm. like a while for a while i was doing like uh you know like i'll try whatever new hot brand on this coffee uh, get thing that we got was like uh-huh. it's fair trade sourced coffee from da 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 da. So I've tried all of that. Yeah, and then sometimes if you know if I'm pinching, I'll do like Intelligentsia and stuff uh-huh. like that. But I don't have a loyalty to a brand. I just really really like to grind it. Yeah, make it at home. And somebody bought us like a um, a ridiculously expensive. It's like it's absurd where the temperature is exactly the perfect heat that beans are supposed to be uh-huh. pushed at. The kettle? The, the no, no, no. The, the, the physical brewer oh. is like a balanced heat. The, it oh. balances the water to a perfect degree, and then it will brew. It's, oh, it's, it is, I don't know that. Oh, it's disgusting. I'll send it to you. It's, way, <laughs> it's, it's, it's repulsive. It's expensive. It's like gold, there's gold in there. I'm like, who needs this? I go uh, pour over. So I, have, I like the pour over. I have we the have kettle, which you can get the temperature. Yeah. And then I just put... Because I'm... I'm the only coffee drinker. Well, my daughter does, but she just does the Nespresso. She's not interested. Shame. Yeah. Well, she's young. I know. She'll, She'll figure learn. it out. She'll learn. Yeah. You'll learn. You'll learn. <laughs> Wait, she has other things that bring her joy in her life. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a fact. She's like, I have so much fun things to do today. You're like, I'm focused on this coffee maker right now. This, it all downhill this. After will make this. me feel so good for 26 minutes. And the rest of and my day. And then I'll be living. It's yeah. just... Uh, so I do, you know, with the cone yeah, yeah, yeah. and a, no paper filter. It's like metal. So yeah. it just goes right in. That, that, that does We have right. one of those. I like that too. I just, this machine is, it's wondrous. And the, yeah. and the plate below uh-huh. keeps it at a certain temperature as well. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> Cause that ridiculous. is the thing when you want to, to like re up 
the, yeah, you don't want to do pour that. over well, twice. Well, because regular old school, like Mr. Coffee Mates or whatever. Yeah. You know, it would heat it until it burned it. Right. It was almost like just cranked it on. It was like, it's going to burn in an hour. So drink it. I was talking about this with my mother uh, a little while ago. And she was, she said, your friends don't uh, like have coffee at night. Like, you know, there was such a thing. Like, we're going to put a pot on. You guys want coffee? Like at eight o'clock at night. I loved it. That's, that's where I learned to fall in love with it. Like yeah. my grandparents would always do it. Yeah. And I come from a percolator, Chicago inside smokers. So in right. the winter they would smoke and drink coffee right. at night. I find it so beautiful. I don't know oh, why. Man. There's something like so, so sad and sweet about cigarettes and coffee at night. It's reflective. There's nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's why you're a comedian. You have that head. It's like, yeah. it's reflective. It's thoughtful. It's, we're, it's communal. It's, it's communal. Yeah. yeah. We're not on our phones. We're, we're talking. Again. Right. See, that's what it is. I think yeah. those things were so that if you had guests over or, you know, every family gathering, yeah, it would wind the night down by having a cup of coffee before you drive home. I mean, yeah. the Irish would do it because we needed to sober up a little bit. How are you? <laughs> How After are we you had a few of these, it was like, have some coffee before you hit the road. How are you with sleeping? If, when, how late in the day can you have coffee? Honestly, I don't restrict myself. So like you if don't. I really want one, yeah. I'll have one. You and, will. and like at dinner, when we go out to a nice dinner, yeah. I'll absolutely have a coffee after dinner. You will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's becoming a problem for me. Really? Because you can't go to bed. It's hard. Like I'm, I'm yeah, I'll, really? uh, I'm tossing like late. I think my body, <laughs> I was already at some, some days is running on fumes. Yeah. So the coffee is almost... It, it like my body's like N- nice try i saw laird hamilton and i think about this all the time i just a comment on social media and he said you're having you're having trouble falling as falling asleep how how hard you work today yeah that's 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 yeah <laughs> it's like yeah do more shit do more shit wipe yourself out like you should be a baby being put into the crib like expend well, and you then should, you'll sleep it, fine it's like getting to the point when you drink sometimes if you're having some <laughs> drinks yeah and you can't leave the couch you're like i i could just fall over here <laughs> that feeling of like yeah. if i just lay this way i could just go to bed here right now yeah which my wife is uh, hates when i she's like please don't sleep on the couch i'm like yeah. it is so comfortable it is so good my dad sleeps on the couch all the time all the time he loves it because my mom yeah. goes to bed really early right and my dad loves late night TV and yeah. late night reading. And he just sits on his little nook of a couch. Yeah, it's great. And he sleeps there a lot. <laughs> you said in your special, congratulations on the thank special. Thank you so much. It's so great. Thank you, thank you. Please uh, go watch it. Uh, it's on Netflix. Yep. Called, called Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. So great. Thank you. Uh, you have so much funny stuff in it. But just as a uh, throwaway, which wasn't even a joke, really, it was part of a bigger thing. When you talk about your dad going through a bunch of... Uh, health stuff uh, oh no women oh 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 oh, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah going yeah, through yeah. a whole bunch of women yeah. and like he, he couldn't figure it out like we were talking about guys trying to figure out women and all that and but and did, what did he were, 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 oh yeah did they split when you were young my parents split up when i was uh just under one just under one yeah just just before i hit one they couldn't make it <laughs> right <laughs> that was a rough year it was tough <laughs> But my dad had a bunch of trouble, and I've spoken about it, and I'm kind of doing stuff about it right now. But oh, my yeah. dad had, um, he had trouble with, uh, with addiction, and uh-huh. then went to the old clinker, was in prison for a good amount of time when I was a kid. Oh, wow. And then um, my stepfather, who be, you know, raised me, yeah. really, is, that's who I'm talking about when I say gotcha. that. So like, gotcha. But my biological dad, when I spoke about him, yeah, yeah he, really, he really has had a roller coaster of love lives right where women have come and gone both in the literal sense they've they're yeah. not with us anymore uh-huh. and also just he just never could he never could get somebody that f- could like figure him out right and no, so he, no it, one's telling him yeah don't, don't wake up that way no nah, he just he just <laughs> wanted he always wanted to do his own thing yeah and now he's you know, he's. I think he still dates people. Like he still gets a girlfriend or a friend uh-huh. once in a while. At that age, they just call them friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's not complicated. It's my friend. Yeah. 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 And you're like, oh right, he's seeing this girl a lot, but they're friends. So he was in your life the whole time. No, 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 no. When I was a kid, uh, uh, he wasn't around at all. Uh, my mom, and then met my stepdad, and yeah. then had my sister and then we moved from the city to the suburbs. So mm. when that happened, it like my life changed, but right. But he wasn't really around at all. I mean, it, you know, he would pop in and out when he could, but it, we slowly, 
uh, got pulled apart because of life. Right. And right. then I talk about that too. I say like I became my own man. He's his, he's his man. Right. And you have to kind of settle into this as an adult that you're like, I'm just my own man now. Was it and a puzzle so, you had to figure out your whole life? Yeah. Or, or I mean, were you, know, you like stable with your? I was quite stable over there. I didn't have any resentment. Yeah. Or anything like that. You know, I think that a therapist is probably like, yes, you do. Uh, but I just, I just, I just saw it as like, well, that that's his version of life and this is our version of life. Yeah. And I would dip my toes over there and go see that side of the family. At, but what, at what age? I think I started to kind of really like in my teens, you know, yeah. 13, 14, I would see him. Go check it out. Yeah, or he'd pick me up. Uh-huh. When, I was a, when I was a kid, I used to go on runs with him because he is a contractor in the south side and the west side of Chicago. Yeah. And, uh, and I would go with him to see jobs. Yeah, cool. To go on yeah, work runs, which... Yeah, it was it was kind of wild. My dad is a fascinating character. Yeah, he, yeah, man. He he loved going to. He loved working in neighborhoods with working class people. Mm-hmm. So he would go to the South Side and the West Side, predominantly black neighborhoods, and they really liked him and trusted him because I think my dad was really good with people. Uh-huh. Didn't come from anything. Yeah kind of always struggled and was always blue collar our whole family mm-hmm. so he understood how to speak to that socioeconomic culture and right they, they was, loved him it was just natural it yeah was he, him. he could never do yeah. you know he, um, um, you know a he, rich guy he could talk to but they wouldn't click right right he's not that guy right yeah he's too much he's way too much he's way too much way too much man <laughs> yeah you got to have a blue collar jokeability to like laugh yeah. it off you know where he's like we go to a restaurant and immediately you know he's like what's your name uh, Katie's like Katie thank you Katie wonderful Katie <laughs> and he's like so he's a lot he's yeah. a heavy presence yeah. in a good way but yeah. we just had I just oh, had lunch in, with him it's interesting oh that's cool Is yeah. he, he's out here no he's in Chicago he's, I was back home oh okay but yeah um, that's an interesting little insight though because you you have a real cool way of uh, talking about race yeah you're I, really I good at show. it yeah. yeah you're really good at it yeah there's a, um, it's, I, it's like a natural, it, it, it makes sense that your father was kind of that way and in yeah. those things and you were kind of exposed to that as a kid because, you know, you could either, you know, you see some people try and intellectually um, figure out race and talk about it and, you know, comedians are, for the most part, progressive in that way and, yeah. we're, we're, but it's, a lot of people try and do it and miss yeah or it just doesn't feel like something yours is very kind of natural and like you as a viewer you kind of i trust you when you talk about it right it doesn't make you feel uncut you're not like i don't know yeah Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah there's a there's a a real i mean it's a realism relieving no i appreciate it I, i think a part of it too was growing up a little redheaded kid in chicago yeah and, uh, you know, this is like a tale as old as time, but like my defense mechanism was humor. Mm-hmm. It was violence a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. I was an angry little boy, obviously because of a lost father. Yeah. So I fought, fought a lot. You did, yeah. A lot were when I was big? a kid. Were you the biggest? Or no, but you... I was always tall, uh-huh. but I, I would fight anybody. Right. I didn't care at all. Yeah. So I got kicked out of a preschool for, for, for punching a kid. <laughs> right. Which is not a good look, not a good start. <laughs> But once I learned that I could be, I could use a little bit of the intellect that was given to me from my mother. Mm-hmm. She's a very bright woman. Yeah. I learned I could, I could really kind of disarm you by mocking you because you were being right. mean to me. Uh-huh. So if I was meaner and fu- and funnier than you, mm-hmm. you look stupid now because right. you made fun of me and I was this little redheaded kid. And so this sounds corny, but like in the city, a lot of these young black kids that I would go to school with kind of loved my um, bravado. Right. Like I had balls to stand up to people that picked on me. Mm-hmm. They used to call me a little Opie because Opie Taylor. Yeah. Many listeners of are course. like, what is Opie Taylor? But, <laughs> no, but I think like, I think people respect you uh, particularly from where we were, like in that that part of my life because you stood up for yourself. It is kind of a very gritty um working class thing it's like you stand up for yourself you don't let people talk to you like that and the black community to paint with a big general brush smells bullshit oh yeah from yeah more than anybody smells bullshit and if they can see you 
being truthful. Right, then they That's know. above all. Then, Which is probably, truthfully, how my dad got, still to this day, goes yeah. down there and goes on the south side and the west side but, he, in, but because he's created so many relationships. But he, they know that his intentions are um, to, to like service a community because he feels like that's his world. Yeah. So he's like, this is, I'm just, I'm, I'm one of the community. Right. Even though he looks not. I don't have to try. I'm, it's, 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 it's a natural a cul- It's level. a cultural thing. Yeah. You understand the culture, the movement of the people. <laughs> it's so funny in your special when you talk about uh, the story about the dog with the, uh, the girl with Down syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's so I don't I don't want to give it away. No, yeah, no, no. I don't want to give it away because no. it's uh, it's it's so funny and so really and it's so true. true. It's so, it's so true. true. But it's it also really very is. true. It happened in real life, <laughs> and it was a wild moment in my life where when it happened, I thought, yeah, uh, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. I was like so I. You know how, like, as comics, people are like, oh, you don't care. You stand up in front of thousands of people. You're like, but real life moments that embarrass you? <laughs> yeah. I drown me worse than a normal person. <laughs> right. Because I feel I like you feel it differently. You're like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. But it was, but that bit yeah. led to kind of the uh, great arc of the special because I, I, you know, people ask why it's called cheeseburger and it is explained in it why I, I call it that. Yeah. It's because of an emotional moment I had. And it is, it ties to a lot of my feelings about culture and comedy and, and the way we perceive stuff. Yeah. And that story is part of it. Of yeah. Like, enjoy the cheeseburger. Enjoy that cheeseburger, <laughs> baby. Let's take a break to talk about our new favorite sponsor, Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke makes federally legal premium THC products delivered discreetly right to your door. Diet Smoke's variety guarantees there's a THC product for everyone. They've got blends, melatonin for sleep. They've got blends with caffeine for when you're on the go. Or if you're looking to elevate any vibe, Diet Smoke has the product for you. They come in these nice little... little um, little containers and they give you these nice little gummies and you eat them and yeah enjoy your life what a world most importantly diet smoke is great for all levels of thc consumers and this is important because uh you know sometimes you can't get that high or you get too high sometimes you want to dial it back experienced users love the delta nine high for when they can't melt into their couch and still want to function. (laughs) So they go with the Delta 9. And Us Weekly has just named Diet Smoke's Delta 8 gummies as the best for beginners. It's nice just to relax. You take it a little early. I like taking, I like gobbling them up a little after dinner, not too late where it's going to make me groggy later on or like affect, um, like if I go, if I do it too late, this is my own preference. If I do it too late and then you're just high a little bit and then you're just high during sleep, I kind of wake up groggy. But if I can do it where I can just kind of watch movie, kind of hang out, do some writing, whatever, and uh, with a couple hours before bed at least, and then it kind of like wears off. It's not like you're getting hammered and then go to sleep and then wake up refreshed. That's my sweet spot. For Breaking Bread listeners, shop now at dietsmoke.com. That's dietsmoke.com. Use the code PAPA, P-A-P-A, for 20% off your entire first order. That's dietsmoke.com, code PAPA, P-A-P-A, at checkout for 20% off. Thanks for coming along for the ride, Diet Smoke. You know, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I bit a little piece of that, my, me saying, I hope you enjoyed the cheeseburger uh-huh. from Warren Zevon. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, when he, when he did his last Letterman. Yeah. Oh. He, when, he to, when Dave and him kind of announced that he wasn't doing well, maybe. I don't even know how. He was the, dying. Yeah, he was. I don't know how they addressed it on the show. I think they knew beforehand. Right. And they pretty much knew this was his last And it was appearance. so emotional because Dave like, loved, loved when Dave him. loved somebody, it was, it, right though? Loved When he him. loved someone, you were like, wow, dude, yeah. I feel it. Oh. And Warren said, um, enjoy every sandwich. Oh, man. That was his like kind of... Uh, Dave he had, said that at the end? Yeah, he's like, if there's any piece of advice you have, uh, David right. said, after all the stuff you're going through. And yeah. Said, just, just... 
enjoy, enjoy every, every sandwich. sandwich. So I am kind of that's an homage a little bit oh, to him. Oh, that's great. In a way, because Good that, on hit, you. that hit me like a ton of bricks, man. I it's keep true. me in your heart for a while. Keep me in your heart for a Is while. I was cooking. I'm getting choked up talking about it, but I was just cooking for Christmas Eve. Yeah, and I just I do this big feast and all these people come over and I'm just in the kitchen alone and that song came on oh. and I hadn't heard it in a while. I was just like sobbing <laughs> <laughs> over the cutting board. And I, heard my a turkey. I heard my daughter coming up. So, <laughs> like, yeah. got to dust myself Are off. Okay, dad, I'm fine. You just go set the plates. <laughs> that is one of the most beautiful it's, songs it's, ever. He, he, I, he was a magician. I think sometimes you get God. musicians that come and they, Sprinkle such wild magic on us. God. And you're like, whoa, dude, you're so creative. Yeah. You're so creative. Yeah. It's wild to me. I know. It really is. It's like an, I don't know that you just tap into something. I mean, but like he was go, he was dying. Yeah. And he writes this song. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. Just a while too. He's not asking for much. Just keep me in your heart for just a while. Just for a while. Oh. <laughs> it's a deep, God. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, we're gonna cry. Here. We're gonna start crying. But it, it, but it does. I, you, 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 and I'm making a broad statement. I might be totally incorrect, but like many comics that I know uh, have this weird connection to music. It hits them in a way yeah. because I feel like what we do is we're putting our stuff out there, and we feel the vulnerability that they must feel, even though they look cooler doing it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like most comics I know have such a deep, deep obsession with music mm -hmm. uh, that everyone I meet has things where I go, oh, that's your, you love this stuff. Yeah. And you're obsessed with it. Right. And I'm the same way. I get like obsessive yeah. with stuff. Right. I cried. We went to go see, um, uh, I'm going to say his name wrong because I'm stupid, but Ludovizio Ignaudi. He's a classical pianist. Oh, yeah. And I saw him at the Greek and I cried the whole show. <laughs> Like, my wife was like, are you okay, man? I mean, look, a couple of glasses of red wine did... Loosen it up. Yeah, but I just... It was just beautiful. I just felt so deeply connected to it. And I listened yeah. to him for years, and when I heard he was coming, she actually... Really? Was like, I got his tickets to go see him. Oh, yeah. my God. I don't even know him. He's incredible. I mean, you have to look him up. I think you would yeah. love him. But he was just funny. He's this little tiny Italian man, uh -huh. and, and it's just a spotlight on the piano. He has um, backup musicians and performers that come and go into the light. Right. But at first, he comes out to the Greek... And he sits at the piano, doesn't look at the audience, plays like um, three, two to three beautiful, I mean like beautiful songs. Yeah. Then he get, get, turns around, he gets up and he goes, thank you for uh, coming. I uh, don't like it to talk. And then he sat back down and played. <laughs> like, it was like so perfect. I don't like to talk. That's so great. Thank you. I don't want to talk. It was amazing. amazing. Man. I was like, good for this guy. I listened to uh, Oscar Peterson. Uh, I don't know who that is. In a, in a uh, obsessive way, he is one of the greatest jazz oh. pianists. Okay, and I mean, his he's insane, insanely good from Montreal, and his hands. He's got giant hands, and he just it's it's crazy, and. I was listening to him, and then I, 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 not like when I write, I listen to him a lot. You do so. You listen to music when you write, oh, with no words. This yeah. is interesting. Yeah, because I've I've talked to a lot of people that do love music when they write. I cannot. Yeah, I can do it only if there's no lyrics. If right. there's lyrics, I'm I can't do it. Right, right. And I, there's this on iTunes like best of, or this is sure. Oscar Peterson, one of those things that I. It's almost embarrassing to say. It's, it is embarrassing to say. I've been listening to that while writing for seven years. W really? Mm -hmm. Whoa. Why is that embarrassing? It's your music. Because it's, it's weird. Like well, <laughs> no, because, because... It's weird and repetitive. I always find the, the, the things that I write that I love the most, <laughs> not to jinx it, it almost happens in the exact same places. Like, uh -huh. I know exactly where I go to get some of my favorite stuff out uh-huh and i don't want to tip it away but that's my what do you mean get your stuff out sometimes i'm just putting stuff on paper uh-huh i will a lot of times just like bleh, like vomit a bunch of nonsense yeah not funny or yeah just, just spit it out just nonsense but there's locations in the city that i go to oh look physical locations yes. and for some reason yeah it's like it's like my internal clock goes Go there because there's uh, some stuff is ready to uh, spill over. Like, I don't want to give it away or talk about it too much. Yeah. But yeah, 
is the one is one near your podcast studio yes i used to go there religiously yeah it is because when i had a young family and the house was just brimming with children yeah and the chaos of that i couldn't find a place to go but i couldn't go to like traditional play i could not write in starbucks because i i believed everybody else there was pretend writing and i was really writing (laughs) (laughs) you're not doing the work i'm doing the work but i found that spot yes and would just give my notebook and just go in there that is one uh, of my little quiet spots that's a that's a magical spot that is a magical spot it's magic i don't know i maybe it's the history maybe it's Mm -hmm. um maybe it's the it's tremendously mediocre coffee. There are those places, like in the village, like we both love New yes, York. Yes, There are p- spots in New York that are that way, and they have been for, that's what's turning me on about rereading the Dylan thing. Yeah. He goes to all these same places that we kind of go to. Yeah. It's all in the West Village, and, you, like, they're there. They're still there. Oh, it's so wild. Yeah, they're still there. And, and he would write at some of the places, or? No, he doesn't really, t- he doesn't really talk about that. Like, it, when he started writing, he just started writing everywhere. But just that he was knocking in all those, those are creative places. Yes. The upstairs of the Comedy Cellar is one of those places. Something's Cafe Reggio brewing. is one of those yes. places, you know? It has, it had, there's, yeah, there's something, it's kind of like, uh, I watched that, uh, um, Paul McCartney thing that's on maybe it's on Hulu right now with uh-huh. uh, with oh Rick, with um, Rick Rubin yeah 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 and there was a point I rewound and I do this my wife hates this I will <laughs> I'll rewind ten seconds ten seconds seconds of a clip or a scene and I will do it hundreds of times <laughs> I mean like 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 very my, my Oscar Peterson doesn't seem no yeah it doesn't at all <laughs> because I get obsessed with watching the thing and yeah he did something where. Dude, on the plane, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) "Just see what he just said." But he would he he would pull down some of the levels on 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 bass or on guitar or on whatever, and all he left was, um, that he all he left was like one plucked one plucked rhythm Uh of bass. And Ruben was like, "Dude, that's like another song on another song. You could just pull this out." And Paul started going. And whatever he did, yeah. you literally were like, that is another song. <laughs> like it was like listening to him in instantaneously yeah. just go, because you, I'm sure you watched the documentary, yeah. to watch him do that thing where he would go, yeah. and he just found it. Uh-huh. When he did it there, like it, something, in, you feel it in your bones. You're like, oh my God. It's so crazy. To watch, watch that magic happen. It's because the comfort of where they are in their home of a studio, mm-hmm. it's where his vibration works the best. It's so funny when with music when I'm always like, I have my stuff, and then I'm always, what else is there? What yeah. else is out there? You got to, as... When you're older, you got to go find it because it just your friends aren't just dropping it off at your doorstep. You got to right. go be like, right. "What's cool now? What's hip?" Yeah, but on the way here, uh, Beatles came on, and I was literally really dadding out like. There's nothing better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. It is. It <laughs> is your little Wayne and all it's the best. And I love all that stuff. But this is like this is just hits in such a deeper. Oh yeah. Paul Mc, what Paul McCartney did. Did you watch the one on Apple? That, yeah, I think I've the seen twenty hours of that. Everything that they put out. Yeah. Watching them create, let it be nuts. I mean, that was gross My, it was gross it's gross it, feels, it was if, gross if you feel as as much as you you i'm talking to you directly as yeah. hard as you work and what you've done in your career you you even have to you look at those things and you're like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> yeah, yeah. i thought i was i thought i did pretty good stuff and you're yeah. like well i guess this is all bullshit these guys yeah. are able to string together right complete beautiful harmonious like it's just it's like we're magicians that learned tricks from a book yeah and they are magic yeah they're magic and they're real wizards (laughs) we're we're thumbing through the book trying to keep i put the ace of spades down here underneath (laughs) it's underneath oh shit all right well and they just click and it's there yeah yeah that that never ceases to amaze me but also many friends that i'm friends of mine that are musicians will tell us they have that weird process too where they find it in their little ways. Mm-hmm. Some people need certain escapisms and places yeah. and locations and yeah. to get the 
things moving, you know? Well, that's what I was thinking when, when I came back to the piano thing. Uh, there's also a, the thing that we both kind of have uh, is with that, uh, is a mathematical thing starts happening. Like you start, when you're writing and it's really happening, yeah. and when they're constructing a song, and I think that's why the piano, I can write to the piano. Oh, yeah. Because it is, a, it, there's a metric to it. Right. There's something happening to it. And I'll even like when I write, and I'm like on one of those where I'm, you know, when I'm writing the books and it's like really writing a lot, uh, I'll find myself in my closet like organizing shit or like in the utensil, like all of a sudden I'm right. putting things in place, especially rewriting when you're really just kind of like a little machine and you're... Oh yeah, that well. That it literally carries over into just walking through the house. Right. You know what I mean? It, you, it's, you, we, become, you, you become... Musicians and us, we all we both have that kind of like... Something's happening in your brain. Yeah. That's when the wife comes in. Yeah, I thought about... I thought at one point I wanted to make... This is such a pretentious thing, which is why I didn't do it. And, you know, it's not not me either, but I thought about naming an album Mise en Place which is everything in its place. And I thought, I loved the phrase yeah, so much great. when I learned it. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I could never use it, but I think it, it perfectly encapsulates how comics are trying to, when we're trying to make an album, mm -hmm. it's like we badly want everything in its place. Like you yeah. badly are like, I want it to have this wonderful rhythm. I want it perfectly slotted. This goes there, exactly yeah. there. And I and because when they see us, it's just like, blah, 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 hey, you know? <laughs> yeah. but in our stupid minds, we're like, I need to, I need this in the thing, and I it has know. to be. Like, are you a neat freak? Yeah. So am I. But yeah. that's a subject. I, I think that's partially because and I know a lot of good comics that aren't. But mine is from my 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 stepdad was a military son of a military man. So like, yeah, oh, yeah. You know the phrase "Why are the shoes by the door?" It's like that's a, like why are the shoes by the door? It's like we just came in. Right. We'll put them where they go. <laughs> right. I know. My yeah, that was house mise en place. We had everything had to be where it belonged. Yeah, really. A cup on the counter is like mm -hmm. put this in the dishwasher, please. Yeah. And right. Exactly. Like, why can't the cup be on the counter? I can't go to sleep knowing that that sink is, is filled it's with insane. That's insane. Like, what do you think I'm a murderer? <laughs> It's like what Dahmer would do. I'm not, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, he made me feel, so our house is, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I keep nothing in my vehicles. Like if, like, one yeah, time, me too. One time somebody broke into my car uh -huh. years and years ago and they got nothing. Right. It was like, dude, you literally got, my insurance isn't in there. My registration isn't in there. Yeah. You'll get nothing. You know, what's interesting is that I developed it. My family was kind of messy. I mean, really? not messy, messy, but. They're not normal. military police. Yeah, right. pretty normal. normal. And my father just kind of like a pack rat. He kind of, like his office is madness. And, you know, my mother like, yeah. But as an adult and as a comic, and that I've developed that oh, yeah. thing. I have it too. For it a just while happened. I thought, maybe it was, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, ADD? Uh, like I needed to have. Yeah, obsessive compulsive. Yeah, obsessive compulsive disorder, yeah. yeah. And, uh yeah I, I, I think I, I have some of it I remember being in a uh, in a uh, therapy session uh, someone in my family was going through something when I was this was when I was a teenager and it was like a group therapy thing mm -hmm. and I was watching everybody like talk about their problems and uh, there was a dad across from me and his son was troubled son was there and he was talking about you know his addiction stuff and whatever, but I just remember watching the dad. He had a styrofoam cup, and he was imprinting oh. with his thumbnail along the edge, mm -hmm. and he was going around. I was like, I was probably like eighteen. I think I came back from school. I think it was eighteen, and I'm watching him, and that just clear as day was, oh, he's ordering his life. Yeah, his life is out of control. Yeah, he's got this desperate situation. But he can put these yeah, marks this, this on helps. this. This is this helps. Yeah, and I think that's what we're doing. Oh yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. When you're organizing your house and you're like, you're kind of confronting the chaos and giving yourself some kind of grounding, some kind of I can control this. Totally. So it makes me feel like I'm controlling everything. Everything. Or as much as I can. Yeah. Knowing that you don't have any control. 
I think you learn it the first time I've ever learned it was like when you lose somebody you love. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't control shit. Yeah. This is all I so that's probably part of the obsession of organization mm-hmm. and meticulousness or you know, I think all that stuff comes from like learning that you're like, well, it's one thing I definitely can own. Yeah. It's my I know how to make it clear for me to feel clear yeah. in my own little house, in my own little space or apartment or whatever. And it makes you successful. Like you are, you're getting shit done. You're you're, you're tending to yeah. your stuff. What's amazing to me is when I watch comedians who you know are not living like that. No, their life is chaos. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like, and they're successful. Very. Some of them very, and you, very. And yeah. you look at them and you're like, how do they even get to the gig? How do they even? Get, <laughs> yeah. How do they even? Who gets you there? <laughs> yeah, right? Who gets you there? How do you get there? It's not you. Who does it? And for it you? works. It yeah. totally works. But it's just, I don't. I. I don't well, like, live in do that. you have when you go on tour? Do you have a tour manager? <laughs> no. See me neither. And no. I know people that couldn't. They wouldn't be able to live without them. Yeah. And I, my relationship with my right. team is like, leave, please leave me alone. Yeah. Like I, my agent. No. I, if there's like a premiere, and uh-huh. like, do you want us to come? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> Right. I, I don't want to go. Right. I want to go as fast as I can get out of it. I don't want to be there. And that's yeah. w- what they've learned. They're like, just yeah. let him be and set it up and they go away. I don't need handlers. I don't like. Yeah. So I, when you roll in to do a theater and uh, do you go in and do the sound check and do. A, yeah. yeah. And I talk to them directly. Yeah. I say, give I do me the, the contact. Thing. I'm going to shake their hand and yep. say hello to the crew. And yeah. Do the, unless it's a theater that does so many shows. Yeah. Where it's almost like, I don't know if I need to sound check the Wilbur. They do like 8,000 right. comedy shows a year. Yeah. But there's sometimes when I'm like, I trust them enough to know. And we've gone over the lighting and what I just, my, my little particulars. And then yeah. after that, I'm like, we're good. Yeah, and that's good. Yeah, usually. I enjoy it. I like getting there earlier. Yeah, I show. I like to hang for a minute. Yeah. Feel it out. Yeah. And then... Uh, the lighting always screws me up. I know this is a little inside, but I'm always like, uh, the sound... The, but the look of the lighting on the thing. Yeah, yeah. They always come up, and, and I'm, I always kind of acquiesce to them, and like, you're the guy. What's been working? Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think looks good? Do you have a color? Do you pick a color? <laughs> they'll they'll ask me about the color. Uh, blue, I guess. I always do a blue and a purple, like uh-huh. I did my special. That's that that, that is almost yeah. exactly what I love the most. Yeah. Your set looked cool. Thank the you. The chair looked cool. Thank you. Yeah, I that was. Uh, I want that chair. Uh, you know what? So many people are like, "Can I have that chair?" Yeah. That's uh, that's uh, ownership of the Paramount Theater and in, uh, in oh yeah in Denver. I I just I was like, you guys can keep this stuff and that beautiful rug, which I kind of wanted to steal. Yeah. But I, that's also theirs. That now. was all theirs. I just gifted everything. I was like, you guys can keep this. Stuff oh, okay. Cool. As like a thank you, and then they can yeah. use it again, and yeah. why not? You know. But we picked that. I I chose the. Um, I wanted to kind of emulate my podcast that I've been doing, the Whiskey Ginger, and I wanted a chair and a whiskey yeah. and a little baby bar and nothing more. And I said, I just want uplights in the back. So something great. to give depth but not yeah. distracting. Yeah, but it was nice to see. Like It, it was exactly that. Because like when you pulled, when you went wide, you got to see that, like the chair and thing. And But it wasn't like you weren't, you didn't have to figure it out. You're right. You knew what it was. It was just comforting. Yeah. Like you remember back in the day when comedy central did sets that were like extremely elaborate and you were like, what is going on in the background? Yeah. Like, I don't remember radio parts. Right, 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 right. Right. It would be like a junkyard, a scrap yard. And you're like, is this a comedy show? I don't remember who it was, but somebody had, um, maybe it was Swartz, Swartz, maybe it was, maybe it was Nick. It had an arcade, like a, like a, maybe, was that Nick? I can't remember. Somebody had like a full arcade and I was like, <laughs> why would they waste that much money on the background of it? We're not looking at that. Yeah, we had no idea. It was no so, one knew. but Comedy Central, they, in the back in those days, the yeah. Lounge Lizards days and all those, like, yeah. they wanted to make these sexy, wild sets because some beautiful art genius was like, I, yeah. I got it. Yeah. But then they forget that you're like, this is com- it's all about the, just the idiot with the microphone. <laughs> I know. Make, it, make yeah. it comfortable. Yeah. But we chose it pretty deliberately and I got to direct it, which was kind of fun. I wanted to take the challenge to like direct it and then edit every single frame of it. Yeah. So that was kind of fun to do. Was the direction, did it give you uh, too many tasks leading up to it? No, you know, I kind of like the busybody work. Like yeah. I'm somebody that's not, I don't want to, um, you know, some performers that we're friends with that I know that like yeah. would love to sit and complete another silence moments before the show. 
I kind of like, I'd rather be talking to you if you and I were back there having a yeah. drink and a laugh and then they're like, okay, five minutes. I'm like, great. All right, yeah. I'll see you in a minute. I don't like the um, utter stillness. It gives me too much anxiety. Yeah. So I like the humming. And the humming before the special, we prepped so much hours and hours before and I yeah. went home and actually, you know, did <laughs> went to the gym and stretched and did like yoga for a second to just recenter. And then- yeah. It was ready to go. And then yeah. on the day, it wasn't... Yeah, no, it was pretty good. That's good. Uh, we had done so much work before. You seem very relaxed. I mean, the, the biggest key to these things is making it come off as close to what the rest of your year touring was. It's so hard, right? And to, to, it, to like it's, feel that. Yeah, yeah. just... But there's nothing worse than act natural. Act natural. <laughs> uh, act natural, yeah. yeah. But you want to create the environment where it's enough of a show and you really it felt like that thank you like it really felt like you oh, have this the same, is you, you at the paramount you have the same rhythm you have like the same uh it's unmistakably you your your cadence and your tone and the way that you the way that you've put together um specials is very much like unmistakably you my goal mm -hmm. was like can i make can i want it to be i want them to be like that's him that's yeah. his stuff yeah that's what you're talking about totally is like yeah we work pretty hard on being like I want this to just, this is so me right. that they can link it to you yeah, and be like, oh yeah, he does that. That's kind of a stylistic yeah. choice. Yeah. I tried. I, I And it was, uh, you know, the only bummer that I will say, and this is again, inside baseball, but some people are so excited that they're too excited. In the audience. Yeah. And they're, uh, they're yeah. and you're like, I love you. Right. Let's come on. We gotta. If you were leaning on that side of the boat, we're gonna tip over. Yeah. Get yeah. in the middle, please. Yeah. I we're gonna have fun, but you they're can't so jump excited. up and down. Yeah. So, I was saying that yeah. the other day. That, like you can you can think about every element, what you're gonna wear, what the jokes are, where that chair is gonna go. Right. Everything's as the director. Every single thing. Yeah. The one thing you can't control is that one guy who loves you so much in the audience. <laughs> yeah. Who's whoa, dude, Tom, <laughs> Tom. You're like, hey, buddy. We got to do this yeah, show. It's so hard. And because I do think there is a psychological <laughs> aspect. They know that there's a taping. Yeah. So there is another element of they're excited. Yeah. Because they're like, we're going to be a part of the show. <laughs> there was one woo in your thing. Oh, there's a woo. It was yeah. adorable. Yeah. The the woman that. The sorority. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, it was so. Perfect. We tried to take it out, by the way. Oh, really? Here's what's crazy. It it ended up being fun to leave it. It was perfect. But but we went to the editors. We're going through sound. <laughs> yeah. And the sound guys were like, we lowered every level we could. <laughs> this woman was on all of the mics. <laughs> like we had so many mics. She got picked up on mics that were 50 feet away from her. because She was so excited. Yeah. So he was like, we got to leave that. I was like, that's not fine. It's, it's fine. perfect it's because fine. you're saying a thing about you're not, you're making a knock about a sorority in a way and she's wooing like she doesn't get she what doesn't you just get it. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Went so right perfect, over her head. Yeah, it was very funny. So perfect. Which is why I was happy. It, it like it stayed, but it's it's <laughs> when you first hear those things or see those things, yeah. you're like, God, it's a wart. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yes, right, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah like, but it was a wart worth keeping. Yeah, it was a wart worth keeping. It really, it's yeah. I mean, it's it lingered with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the woo was legit. Yeah, we did. The sound guy that was very funny. He notably yeah. said that he goes, "There's a few things I want to show you," and that was one of them. Are you uh, are you snobbish about? any other food things before we split? No, but I'm very um, I'm very grateful to be financially at a point in my life where like I get to just like go to the places I've always like wanted to go to. Uh, so it's like it's a fancy dinner. I'm like, oh, we've always wanted to eat at that place. Right, right. Um, and I'm not, I just, I'm really, I'm as open as I've ever been, I think. I'll try an anything. Yeah. I'll try it. Yeah. I, I, you know, so I like... When somebody tells me I've got to go to this place or go to that place, yeah. uh, a buddy texted me, I'm going to be in uh, Paris. And he was like, and it's someone that is in the culinary world. And he was oh, like, nice. this is my little secret nugget. Don't no. tell anybody. And I was like, okay, okay. Uh, and then he gave me kind of like a list of what I should eat. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, that's so, so great. So that's my little snobbish. I'm not snobbish. Yeah. I'm just, I'm ex I get excited about like... Uh, just little tidbits of nooks from yeah, people that are a little like, knowledge. You know where you gotta go. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, to like hit Paris and not know. Yeah, yeah. No, so no. different from that. Yeah, yeah. So he's When are you going, by the way? Um Wednesday. Oh really? Right? Yeah, Wednesday. Wow. Wednesday. Are you performing? Kind of. Hang? Oh yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I'm doing like a benefit thing. Yeah. Oh wow. But I'm going to New York first because we're going to New York in May. We're gonna move 
in May. You're going to move. Not permanently, but we're going to go spend a bunch of time. I'm tr- I'm going to shoot a thing out there and uh Oh, cool. It was a good opportunity to be like, let's just go there for a little while. Yeah. You know, I come from there and I know. uh my daughter's graduating. My one is in Paris. That's why I was kind of leaning oh, really? into Paris. I'll go she's make sure studying she's studying in doing Paris. Right yeah, oh, she could. is. Yeah. At uh, what school is she at? Um, I don't want to say. Who knows? But, oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. But she's, uh, yeah, she's there for the whole semester. What does she study? So great. Um, uh, liberal arts, American studies. It's nice. called study uh, abroad. But, um, maybe. but immersive. Like she's only speaking French. Ugh. All of her. She's taking regular classes, but all in French. It's just like that's wild. Oh, she's just she's. Uh, I won't recognize her when she comes back. It's I did be. exchange in England, and I had trouble with it. And it's England. Yeah. I was like scared about that. I was yeah. like, what if I don't understand what they say? Yeah, it's gonna be so impressive. Yeah. Um, but uh, was, but when the when my other daughter goes to school, I was like, we could just go back to New York for six months at a time if we why want. Not? Why not? Yeah, I'll tell you why not. Hmm. A black lab, a pug. Yeah a cat yeah and a lizard so if anybody out there is listening and wants a black lab a pug a cat and a lizard they'll be available pretty soon in the next couple of years i i, I know what you mean I, it is, yeah. that is really the only thing like yeah. ah shit what about the dogs what would you do i mean we could bring them i guess i don't it's know it's a lot it's that's, a lot that's a hard i don't want to bring them <laughs> i don't want to be weird. in new york at a dog like, park i don't really want to I don't want to bring. I want to be. I can't hold a leash and my cigarette and my coffee. How could it's too too much? But yeah, you know, I wrote about in my last book. I wrote an essay. One of the essays was, um, it wasn't entirely about the Broom Street, mm. but it was a big chunk of it. Was what really? Yeah, special place in my heart for about sure. About how when they added the jukebox. Oh, that's a big deal. It's a, yeah, it makes me so angry. Yeah, you, yeah, that doesn't belong. It does not belong. What do you think you could do about it? Do you think you could start? I've unplugged kind of a, it once. Yeah, have you really? I unplugged it once. <laughs> <laughs> That's the so other, funny. the other strategy is just throw your card in there and dominate it with dominate Oscar Peterson That's or right. whatever tone you think that like. It's too all over the map. I know. It should just be like Sinatra, and then we're all just gonna kind of hang here. Yep. It shouldn't be like. Van Halen from the '80s, <laughs> you know, like yeah. jumping all over the rap. Like it's it's too too much. It's it's not the tone of this place. That's like we're saying, like those special places. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you throw something that's not that place. It's like you invited a loud asshole to come sit at the end of the bar. <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah. want that. Yeah, you're like, why is that guy here? We don't really need that. I don't. That is a big. Uh, that's that's more important than I think places know. Is yeah. like you're setting a tone as the owner of the vibe you want. Mm-hmm. So when it becomes like a, you know, like a TGI Fridays or like a yeah. Chili's. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, wait, but you, this place has so much great um, bones to it. Yeah, we're beyond that. Why is Bruno Mars playing right, <laughs> right. now? Well, you, no offense to him, but it just doesn't make, it's just, yeah. some things don't fit. Yeah, no, Bruno yeah. belongs in that place across the street. Yeah, he does. He, so does. what do you guys do in your home? Do you cook? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, I try. I'm yeah. pretty bad. I'm You're not pretty bad. Lie. Yeah. Is your she, wife good? She's good, better yeah. than me for sure. I'm. Yeah. I was never good. Uh, baking, oddly enough, as hard as it is, said people say, I, yeah. it makes more sense to me because it's all measuring. Right. So to me, I could. I like the idea of the restrictions because then I'm like, right. yeah, yeah. Then, then, I, then even if I screwed up, at least I know what I'm doing while I'm doing it. <laughs> right. But uh, but uh, cooking is such a feel thing. Yeah. I've never been good at that. Right, Good right. cooks that I know, people yeah. that I know that are really good, there's so much like, uh, they just understand the timing. And yeah. I'm not good at that. Right. No, I'd rather give you money to give me the good food. <laughs> right. I, 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 That's I, been a thing yeah. I've been thinking about a lot lately is, I don't have to try and make everything. There's some things you should just go buy. Sometimes, but I you don't. have the capability, you should do it. I'm yeah. the guy that has to go buy. Right. Like, I don't have a choice. I can mishmash things together pretty well. Yeah, we have, mishmash is good. We have dishes that we like, like will make that we love. Mm-hmm. But even though I've watched her do it for yeah. a while, I still can't do it. Right, it's not the same. It ta- I get it, but it tastes weird. Like right, it'll Something's be a little off. like you know the I, the plastic lid somehow got in there for <laughs> ten minutes, and so it takes a little you know like, yeah. like, like like Teflon. But but yeah, no, I don't. But I am a but I am a if if my business manager ever questioned my finances, mm-hmm. 
one of them, it doesn't happen, but one of them would be my expenses of food. Oh, for sure. I spend a, a, a stupid amount of money on foods and dinners and treating friends and taking people out. Yeah. I love that. I, that's great. That's why it's hard for me to give up drinking. I, you know, yeah. not that I have an issue with it. I'm just saying that it's my favorite thing in the world to go have dinner and a drink with somebody. I know. <laughs> I, I like it so much. Oh my it's God. Like, I can't do yeah, the idea. No, there's no way. Yeah. Life isn't hard. worth it. Yep. It's true. It's true. Thanks for doing this. Thank you, man. And thank you for this. Enjoy the rest of your, uh, your rainy Saturday. I will. And uh, well, yeah, let me know what you do with that. Well, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try your your mixture. When you, okay. I take it out, then I put it in the fridge overnight. Then in the morning, yeah, done. Yeah, I'll do it. Oh, it's so good. We got it, Aaron. There you have it, the great Andrew Santino. That was a great conversation. I can't wait to hear him try and do the uh, gentleman's breakfast. I can't believe I haven't done it recently. Ah, oh, this is going to be so good. I'm going to uh, stink up my kitchen and repulse my wife and children. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Go watch Cheeseburger. Go watch What a Day on Netflix. Uh, a big thank you, by the way, to everybody that was watching. We, uh, we spoke with the people at Netflix, and a lot of people turned up for this special. I want to thank all of you for that, and thank you for listening to this podcast. And go to TomPapa.com, because I've got to be coming someplace near you on this tour as we uh, start off this great year. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>